1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
0: Inside Access with Jason LaConfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan.
1: Like I said, in practice, everything looked good. You know, we look crisp in practice and stuff like that. Um, we just missed opportunities. And, you know, when you're playing a game like this, uh, uh, you know, a tough environment, you can't miss those. We need those. Everything, catches, throws, we need everything. You know, put points on the board. Separate, help our defense, you know, keep their momentum going. Yeah, they told me college, and I lost again. So, f*** this. How, how, does that make you feel? how would you feel if you lose? Yeah. Exactly, that's how I'm feeling. I don't like losing. Don't nobody should like losing, you know, but it is what it is. Just got to move on, get ready for next week, that's all. Can't dwell on
2: it, though. Lamar Jackson on Sunday, and that is the last time we've heard from Lamar Jackson. Quarterback supposed to speak yesterday. They said he had to go in early for treatment, and a team spokesman said probably will speak today or tomorrow. We shall see. But Lamar Jackson frustrated after the game, and then, of course, we know he was frustrated later in the evening as he took some of that frustration out on a fan later that evening. And uh, that's the last we've heard from Lamar.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, there, there's a lot of things that go into being a quarterback that aren't, um, that have nothing to do with what happens for three hours, uh, of football during a Sunday or a Monday or a Thursday. And, you know, being available to the media and, and, and therefore the fans is part of it. And this has definitely been a different Lamar Jackson season than any, I think, previous. Um, you know it's not due to covid it's not due to injuries right it's 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 not so much outside factors it's this offense just seemingly getting a little more claustrophobic week by week um and he has he's frustrated and there's a lot to be frustrated about and yes a lot of it has to do with the cast around him um but look we we saw the first 3 weeks i wrote a column with the washington post this this is the best he's ever played and I asked him about it, and I'm like, "Is this the best you've ever played?" And he sort of acknowledged, I think, in his own way that it was, but he's like, "It's too soon. It's mm-hmm. too soon. I, it's got. I got to do it longer." Well, since week four, guys, Lamar Jackson has a QB rating of 80.8. That's fourth of all starting quarter, fourth worst of all starting quarterbacks in the NFL. The only quarterbacks with a lower passer rating than him in that span: Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett. Two of them lost their jobs, and one is a raw rookie. So that means Russell Wilson has a is better, better passer rating coming yes. to Baltimore Sunday. Yes. Lamar has completed just 62% of his passes since week four. That is 26th in the NFL. 6.3 yards per attempt, 29th. Seven touchdowns to five interceptions, 26th. And the Ravens' red zone offense has gone from dominating New England going 5-for-5 five five to becoming the second-worst red zone offense in the NFL from a touchdown percentage standpoint since week four. The only team that's worse is the Denver Broncos, who have scored like two red zone touchdowns all year, and that thing's been horrific. So that's where we stand, Bone. That's that. That's what it is. That's a pretty big sample size. The Calvary ain't coming at wide receiver. No. Maybe it's coming a little at tight end, maybe. Um, and in the interim, the run game has suffered – I'll say it again, there's a lot to be frustrated about, and I'll be very interested to hear his tone today or tomorrow or whenever he talks.
2: By the way, he did. He was late arrival to the practice field, but he is on the field practicing.
0: I feel like a lot of people view athletes as almost robots. And you got to look at the fact that he's 25 years old. He has experienced immense success through the first four years of his career. He was a unanimous MVP his second season. This is by far and away the worst red zone offense that Lamar has been a part of. It's the worst by 8%. And if you go week four to now, 42.2%. That's a difference of 17% from his worst red zone offense there. I think there's a lot weighing on him where you have the drop passes, you have the inconsistencies with uh, deep ball accuracy and just accuracy in general. It was bombs away early, and then it's been a lot of short stuff since. And the supporting cast around him. It's the worst group of receivers that he's had to deal with throughout his career. And guys, it's only human nature. The contract situation has to be wearing on him. uh, I think,
2: well, however you think, whether the team didn't offer him enough or whatever side you're on, or he didn't, he misjudged it. However you feel about it. The fact that he doesn't have a contract done, I think has weighed on him. I think there's a ton of pressure on him. He's a 25-year-old who is, it's generational wealth and I think it's weighing on him, and things aren't going according to plan, and I think that is part of the frustration that is going on with Lamar Jackson right now. And you're seeing a lot of
0: uncharacteristic things out of him, and not that I I don't mind him being fiery on the football field, but you can go back to Tampa where he had that running play. Patrick Ricard had a holding penalty, spikes the ball, looks fiery there, and it, you see it with receivers, but that post-game press conference... That was the most frustrated I've ever seen Lamar Jackson after a game and the Twitter outburst against a fan. That had never
1: happened before. He's pressing now, Jason. He's pressing, and I got news for you, gents. Uh, it ain't getting any easier this weekend. I mean, the Denver Broncos' pass defense is an absolute beast. Uh huh. They allow an opposing quarterback rating of 79.4. That's fifth best in the NFL. <coughs> the Broncos' defense, number one. Just 5.96 yards per passing attempt. Opposing completion percentage, 61%. That's also best in the NFL. And half the time, they play cover three. They play cover three second most in the NFL. When they play cover three, opposing quarterbacks have a rating of 74.8, which is among the worst in the league. Just four touchdowns and four interceptions. Lamar Jackson is one of only four starting quarterbacks in the NFL not to throw a touchdown pass against cover three this season. Lamar has a quarterback rating of 87.5 against cover three. No touchdowns, two interceptions, a whole lot of completion, 71% that, that haven't gone all that far. Um, they don't blitz. They don't have to blitz to generate pressure. Uh, they're going to throw a lot of lo- zone looks at him, a lot of cover three, a lot of cover six. <coughs> and i don't i don't know who the playmakers are so uh first team to 13 points wins this one i don't know first team to 17 points wins this one 14 i don't think this is a weekend where the frustration ends gentlemen
2: no, I, I'm I'm concerned about it as well. We have a huge Thursday show guest-wise. We get started at 3.30. Our buddy Brian Baldinger, uh, Odyssey NFL Insider, will join us at 4 o'clock. Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Lucy Burge at 5.00. Jeff Legwald, who covers the Broncos for ESPN. And at 5.30, Ryan Ripkin in studio. will talk some O's and Ravens with him.
1: Big show. Football heavy, but obviously some baseball as well. We're excited for the winter meetings to get cranking up. Yes. Next week, we're edging closer to it. Coming up next here on the program, Greg Roman already
2: talks uh, talked to Stanford University, was a, an assistant coach there under Jim Harbaugh for a couple of years. If Greg Roman goes to Stanford, how big a deal is that? We discuss next here on The Fan.
1: Inside Access with Jason Ken.
0: Jason Ken and the third member. I'm Tim barbel It's Inside Access. Oh, he's terrible. He's a hack. 105.7 The Fan.
2: Yesterday, when John Harbaugh met with the media, he did confirm that Greg Roman has had preliminary conversations with Stanford University about their head coaching job, David Shaw, stepping down after uh, years on the job. And David Shaw was once a guy that was widely considered a head coaching candidate in the he, National Football League.
1: Buffed offers year after year yeah. after year.
2: And now uh, I guess he's just uh, decided he do not want to do it anymore. Greg Roman coached under Jim Harbaugh at Stanford for a couple of years. If he were to take that job... Big deal for the Ravens? Little deal? No deal? Where
1: are you on this, Jason? I will say this. Is Greg Roman absolutely positively the person to get this offense over the top and and have it evolve and ascend and, ev- you know, the evolution and all that stuff that we've seen in drips and drabs? I, I don't necessarily think so. Could just anybody do what he's done given – the kind of bleep sandwiches that he's been handed time and time again from a personnel standpoint? No, they couldn't. And do I think if he leaves, there will be a segment of the population, if slash when this thing doesn't take off next year, if slash when the general manager still refuses to build the team the way other teams are in terms of putting it around the quarterback, then I think there will be a segment of g haters who, who a year two years from now say, you know what, maybe that wasn't that bad. You know what, at least they ran for 3,500 yards and got in the playoffs. Like, I think there'll be a little bit of don't know what you got till it's gone with him. I'm not saying he should have this job for life. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be conversations about where this thing is and where it's headed and who can get him there. I'm just saying not everybody could do what he's done with a team built this way. And that's where I'm at. You're going to have to
0: bring in a very specific type of offensive coordinator to make this offense go. And for all of Greg Roman's warts, guys, just look at points per game. First in 19, seventh, 17th last year with all the injuries, and eighth right now. We know his rushing game prowess and the passing game is lacking from a yards per game standpoint. But... Is this a situation where they would hire internally, like a James Irvin, a T. Martin? Do you go outside, a T. Martin, get get a younger guy? Well, that's everyone's uh, flavor of the day. But I'd also say this: as far as John Harbaugh's hires at offensive coordinator, Camp Cameron, Marty Morningwake, Mark Tressman, oh, uh, Jim, Jim Caldwell, Gary Kubiak, where he was forced into doing that. Harbs doesn't exactly have a great track record of bringing in offensive coordinators, which that has to come into play.
2: No, and, and, and as you mentioned, the Kubiak thing allegedly was not something he wanted. It was something that was put upon him, and then Kubiak decided... Uh, that after one year he took the head coaching job with the Broncos. So that was the only job. He said he wasn't interested in being a head coach because of the health problems that ha- that, it, that came with it when he was with the Texans. But then when his best buddy John Elway came calling, he couldn't say no. Uh, so, yeah, this has been a bit of a messing. and And Roman – he had this reputation in San Francisco. He had this reputation in Buffalo. Running game's really good. Passing game, not so great. But I, I know, I feel like it's, as Jason brought up in the open, it's hard to give it a fair shake when you look around football and you see the receivers that other guys have and you see the jumps that Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts have taken and, and with number one receivers and Tua, and he
1: doesn't have that guy. If Greg Roman gets this job, And goes, I think they promote from within because again, like it's kind of a tough sell. Well, the quarterback is on a, you know, has played out a fifth year option and he's probably going to be tagged. And are we going to trade him at the draft? Like, what are we doing? You know, like, am I going to be working with Lamar Jackson for one year, for five years? Or am I going to have a rookie sometime in the first year or two on the job? (laughs) Excuse me. Are we like, do we believe in catching the football? Like, does that matter? It seems to matter around the rest of the league. Does it matter here? Mm. Are we going to do what are we doing there? Are you just going to keep drafting ones who aren't nearly as good as you think they are? Or are you going to go buy people who can do it in this league at a high level? Like, what's our plan? Like, are we still going to be married to sort of the, the the identity that we've built? And let's face it, Harbs is a special teams guy. Like, Harbs coached secondary for a year. I think there's got to be a part of Harbs that's like, hey, tried and true. Play good defense. Run the football. You know what I mean? Like, so... I think you could give it to James Urban or something like that. That'd be my first instinct if you tell me Giro walks the day the season ends. Yeah, he'd
2: hire and tra- well, I he'd think
1: like he'd promote to. from within.
2: Yeah. I don't know the T. Martins guy, but James Urban definitely I think would be that guy. Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: as a quarterback coach, you would assume that he has a great relationship uh with Lamar Jackson, but it's a fair point, right? Where you're gonna play this franchise tag game with Lamar, you don't have long term certainty there and if Lamar Jackson was traded away, you'd have to get a new offensive coordinator. Your your offense is going to be completely different without Lamar Jackson. So it is a good point. Why would a young guy want to come here? Why, why would someone from the outside want to come here without the uh, long-term security of Lamar?
2: Now, well, yeah, and and then you've got to wonder if they were to trade him, is the pick that they get in return high enough that they're able to draft one of these guys in the draft? Do they like a CJ Stroud? Do they like a Bryce Young? Do they like a Will? Was it Will Levis? So like, do they like one of these quarterbacks that is in this draft? If you're going to hit the reset button, those are the questions that that come to mind if a Lamar Jackson is dealt.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, it would be a, it's not a simple thing. I mean, and, and let's not get it twisted. There'll be people who would be really excited to do this job. Um, and maybe he would, maybe Harv's would lean back into the college game as well because a lot of what they're doing is sort of, right, stuff that was being um, driven by the college game 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, that's now become more commonplace here. Um, so I, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be an attractive job, but like, It wouldn't be the most attractive job, and there would be a lot of questions that people would have about it. And again, I ultimately think that Harbs would probably go from within. I just, I don't know how super excited
0: someone would want to be to come here, given the fact that Lamar's not locked up. I I just kind of go back to that, and... That's why I don't think you're going to get a top of the line guy, and they're going to be forced to hire from within.
2: Well, a top of the line guy—does he want to come here? Even if Lamar did have security, yeah, because it's point. a different—it's a different kind of offense. It's got to be a top of the line guy that thinks he can make it. This offense is different. It's not the offenses we've seen around the league, and we, you can make the chicken egg argument that said, "Hey, if you get him a Stephon Diggs, maybe you have a, an offense like the others." But he doesn't have that, and he had not shown that. You know, in 2019, they—they they, he led the league in touchdowns, but it still was a different than what we. See around the league so I do wonder who would be jumping at the job even if there was job security but this is something to keep an eye on we got we, a poll Let's yeah pull up. yeah T-Bone you want to hit the people we, up all the polls of course are brought to you by our, our buddies at uh, Ortho
0: Maryland Harbs confirmed that Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman has talked to Stanford officials about the head coaching vacancy there so Ravens flock we ask you how do you feel about this what's your level of concern? Giro can go now off to a sizable early lead. Uh, I think that's your clubhouse leader. Sixty five point six percent. Giro can go at the end of the season, twenty eight point one percent. Hope Giro can stay. Six point three. Well, there are there are some Giro fans out there. Six point the three I didn't. I
1: didn't vote in this one. You didn't? Not yet. I mean, I don't know if I will or not. I guess I should. Well, I you should know. vote in every poll. You don't. Do, I, mean, I, don't do you have, I don't know. Says who? I said. Don't I, boss me around. I, I, I,
2: why not? You put the poll together. You might as well vote on it. I
1: don't know that I have a. I don't know that I have a stance you, on you,
2: it. You abstained. You're yeah, gonna abstain. I, don't, I just. I'd have to think about it a little bit more. How does. How does
0: the machine keep working if you don't do your part? I, I'm kind of with it though, where it's like, has this thing ran its course? No, I've been here for four years now. Has it ran its course? But then the other side of it, like you were saying, grass isn't always greener yeah. on the other side. And I keep going back to this. John Arbo's track record of hiring offensive coordinators is sketchy at best. Inside
2: access. Would you vote? I voted he can go at the end of the year. Okay. I did. I voted for it's
0: that. Probably where I
2: would. Yeah. Go. Uh, we got a little bounce back fallback coming up next. The game show sweeping the nation. By the way, we do have a six pack today. It's the six pack of our the cringiest athletes in sports. I think in honor of Russell is. Wilson. In honor of Russell Wilson. That is at three o'clock. But coming up next, bounce back fallback here on the fan.
1: Inside
2: access on the fan. Two are on Twitter. And Ken is borderline creepy on the gram.
1: Good news, I found your Instagram. Did you see the 90 photos I liked in a row last night at 2 a.m.? Inside access,
2: 1057 The Fan. You know what that music means. It's time for Bounce Back Fallback with your host, T-Bone Tim Barbellace.
0: So, guys, this is from a couple weeks ago. Last week was a little screwy. Uh, short week with Thanksgiving. Jason uh, was in New York on Wednesday. So these are for the Panthers game. Oh, boy. Panthers game. Remember the James Prochet question? James Prochet. Season oh high catches three against the Bucks. He gets four catches this week. Ken, You fell back. Jason, you fell back. You said two catches, 16 yards, one first down, targeted four times, and miscommunication oh. issues. <laughs> targeted two times, no catches. He's close. Lamar, over 30 pass attempts. He had 22 last week, 16 two weeks prior. And then the Bucks game, he had eight pass attempts after the half. Jason, you fell back. Uh, 16 of 21 passing, 212 yards was a stat line you predicted. Can you fell back as well? Both of you guys wrong. 33 pass attempts <laughs> yep. against the Panthers, 209 yards passing. A I ru- was
1: three yards off on the passing uh, total. Yeah.
0: Uh, Just r- saying. Yeah. A running back will get over 20 carries again. King Andrek had 24. Uh, the game prior, Ken, you bounced back. Jason, you fell back. 16 carries. King Drake had 10 carries that game. Jason mm. gets points. point there. Somebody knows how to play this game. Yeah. Defense has not forced two turnovers since the Browns game had one in each of the last two, though. They forced two turnovers or more on Sunday. Jason, you fell back. You said Geno Stone interception in the third quarter. Return for at least twenty five yards to set up a field goal that will extend the Ravens lead seventeen to seven. Can you bounce back? Panthers had three turnovers. Man. Jason went a long way to
1: get no points. Somebody no. knows how to play this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, 17 7, I believe they won that game 13 3. Yeah, yeah no. but you said in the third. And call. then We're that was gonna be and then, the, the and then I find, if, if I would have <laughs> continued, I would have said, and that's the end yeah, of the score. Yeah. But well, I
2: mean, it
0: didn't. You didn't
1: you don't want to force it yeah. in this game. Yeah. So Tra- in this case, I held back.
0: Yes. Yeah. I true.
1: felt it, but then I'm like, I don't. I, the, you, I'm like, the moral of that these, story is keep these going. These two utes can only handle so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say keep going. Tra- okay. In the future, Trey Tra- 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 Young yeah. had been an assist
0: away from a double double in his last two games. He gets a double double in his next game against the Raptors. Ken, you bounce back. Jason, you bounced back as well. You said 18 points, 11 assists, four steals, and a block. He had 33 points, 12 assists. One steal and one block. Both like of you guys said, get a yes. point.
1: Bucks, like I told you.
0: Bucks won uh, last night. Giannis scored a season low of 16 points. His average is 29.9. He gets 30 or more against Ken Sixers. Jason, you bounce back. You said 36 points, 18 boards. Bucks win by 12. Ken, you bounce back as well. Both you guys were incorrect. Giannis, 25 points, 14 rebounds. And the Sixers won. That's right. Jason, 110 to 102. So it was tied. Tied at three. First time for a tie in a while. Ken, we'll start with you. A running back gets over 75 yards Sunday against the Broncos. Gus had 52 last week for reference.
2: Uh, Gus in his second week back from injury. You know what? I'm going to skew positive here. They're at home. I'll say Gus is the guy, and, and he bounces back.
0: Could you give me the question again there, Bob? A running back gets over 75 yards rushing.
2: So does 75 a push or does he have to get 76? This is not collective running backs. This is one individual. A a running back. I just want to
1: make sure I'm on the right page A running back.
2: 75 or more.
0: And Gus had 52 last week for reference.
2: So 75 is
1: good. Yes. Okay. Gus Edwards will lead them. With 48 yards rushing, we will lead Ooh. the running back group with 48 yards rushing. Oofah. Forty-eight.
0: Yards
1: is there a Lamar? Is there a Lamar question in here? Because I have more. I could tell. I could give you now. Oh, I have a Lamar. Okay, so I'll say. I'll, I'll, no, no, it's, it's not, rushing. not rushing related. Well, you
0: can include it in the Lamar question. Lamar will. Uh, will you All want right, it then no, no, or now? Let me the Lamar question. question. Right. I'm you asking. I'm you're, just. I'm, I'm a team player. You're over eager today. I am. All right. It's over eager Thursday. The, this was my bold prediction last week with Ken, and He scoffed at me. He's a scoffer. Lamar Jackson will throw Correct. for two
1: touchdown passes. That doesn't happen. He's only done that once yeah. since week four, Jason. Denver's only given up nine all season while picking six off. Lamar Jackson will not throw for a touchdown. Not
2: he throw will. touchdown.
1: He will not throw a touchdown. He will run for one. He will rush at least fifteen times for over a hundred yards in this football Ooh. contest. For over Yards. Ken. Uh, yeah, Jason
2: has given you the, the real stats and the nonsense, but the real stats are important. He has, The Broncos have given up nine passing touchdowns all year. I think this is a fallback. Ken,
0: Mark Andrews. He will lead the team in receiving yards this week, and surprisingly enough, last time that happened was week five wow. against the Giants. I was shocked when I looked that up. Ken. Uh, yeah, he's due.
2: And especially after having the drops and the fumble a week ago, I think that's a big bounce back.
1: Deshaun Jackson will lead the Ravens Ooh. with 67 reception yards. I know that's a fallback. Yes. Okay.
0: Jason. Bone. Tr- Trevor Lawrence. Passed for 321 yes, yards did. against Glorious the Ravens. Hair. Mm-hmm. The Ravens Sunshine. hold Russ. Oh. To under 200 yards passing, he had 142
1: versus the Panthers. Just looking at this, I think they said, "Yeah, he's 217 and a half at Caesars." Am I even allowed to say that? I guess, or I'm probably the same at MGM. You already did. I meant (laughs) BetMGM. Too too late. It's tonight at Caesars for the year. From 2 to 6, it's BetMGM. From 7 to about 9.30 tonight, it's Caesars. You could just Uh, say, I saw at a book, it was
2: 217 and a half. Shop around.
1: You've said Caesars like four But end up at (laughs) BetMGM, BetMGM, BetMGM. Always spend your money at BetMGM. I only look at Fandle. Uh, They will not hold him under 200, Bone. Russ will throw for 213 yards. can he will also. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, yeah. He will also run for 39 yards, including one rush of longer than 15. Get it all, Bone. Get it all. Since then And then go to bed, MGM.
0: Huh? You said 13 or 15. What 15. Was long? 15. Okay. At least 15. Okay. Jay, In honor of the fact that
2: Ross has basically committed murder on his career, he will throw for 187 yards Whoa, Cam in with this game. Son, a 187 is is and that's a bounce back for the Ravens defense.
0: 187 yards, the rare. Lamar prediction. is around
1: 194 and a half, by the way. Wow, that's where
2: it's that's where. But he's also rushing for a hunch.
0: Yeah. Been a little bit since we've gone to Ken Sixers. Come yeah. back now. There have NBA, they... Jason. Uh oh. It's fantastic. Joel Embiid scored nineteen points off six of sixteen shoes. Yeah, rough day against the Cavs. Against the Cavs. He hits his average of thirty-one points or more versus the Grizzlies tomorrow night. Yes, this
2: is a bounce back. Joel Embiid, rough day against the Cavs. I think, and this is one of those during the course of a long NBA season. I think Joel Embiid uh, did not have himself ready to play mentally and embarrassed himself. Ooh. He will show out against the Grizzlies. That's a bounce
1: back. Thirty-one points. Thirty-one points. Fifteen rebounds. It's a bounce back. Three blocks. Three assists. Three,
2: oh for good so, wow! Okay. For good, do they win the game, Jason?
0: You don't want to force it. I don't care. Oh, okay. yeah, I don't
2: well, care. last time you said they he was going to lose. My, my, that was last time. Okay. My, my favorites
0: when a few weeks back he said Jalen Smith Would get attacked Yeah, I threw a tactical in there.
1: Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Oh. When it when 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 this watch is over you you it's like an out of body experience. I, I I'm get speaking it. in tongues. I don't even well, know what I'm saying. You're like Whoopi Goldberg it's, and it, Ghost. Yeah. There's like it's a whole process. Yeah, yeah. You two would never understand. Uh, last
0: one here. Going down a level. Kenny Sunshine going with Jimmy Sunshine.
1: Last time they went, their coach got fired. Yes, yeah, true. that's
0: a bad omen. I'm going to
1: fall back on that happening
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jason, hey, really, it's not even a bounce back, Fullback Terps are 7-0, and but they've yet to play conference games. Yep. they got that back-to-back. Terps win against Illinois and Wisconsin.
1: Jeez. Both? Yes. Gotta win hey, them both?
0: Get, gotta win them both?
1: No. They're, they're going to... Lose to Illinois 76 to 72, and they will beat Wisconsin 80 to 76.
2: I think the opposite happens. I'm in the house, they're going to beat Illinois. They're going to lose to Wisconsin. Oh, they'll put on a show for the ginger gorilla. We we, we have the same answer, but we did it differently. Coming up next here on the program, Ravens, they'll be meeting with the media, the coordinators, Lamar Jackson not scheduled to talk today, so I guess it will have to be tomorrow. But uh, Patrick Queen, Broderick Washington met with the media yesterday. We'll hear from them next here on The Fan.
1: Inside Access on The Fan.
2: Home for all Baltimore
1: sports. 105.7 the Fan. I feel like it's going good right now. I feel like
2: we took a step back last week. I feel like we didn't play up to our standard together. Obviously, we're going to get that fixed and corrected, but uh, I feel like it's just the sky's the limit right now. I think we're still learning. He's still learning the defense and stuff. I think it's just there's so many more steps that we could take. And Hopefully, we take another step forward this week. I think the best thing is just for us to keep communicating how we're trying to. Patrick Queen talking about how he feels. Him and Roquan Smith are progressing as a linebacker tandem. And, of course, the Ravens, uh, as a team, defense, at least defensively, collapsed in the fourth quarter, leading the Jaguars, defeating them 28-27. But uh, we've seen a lot of good from Patrick Queen since Roquan Smith got there. Roquan Smith made a huge play. I think it was the drive after the Gus Edwards fumble. saved the a touchdown. tackle? Yeah, saved a touchdown. Led them to having to kick a field goal.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've been... They've been really good. I I felt like this game against Jacksonville, though. um,
2: Wasn't as much flash.
1: Wasn't as much flash. Um, You know, they kind of stopped running the ball in the second half, which those guys obviously played a part. Um, And and the game flow going like it did to a point where basically Trevor Lawrence from the second possession of the second half on was pretty much just going to chuck the ball around. Um, You know, some of the stuff in the screen game, I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm... different responsibilities for different guys. It seemed like probably a lot of what Hasty did goes more on the safeties than the linebackers. But we've talked a lot about matchups where we're we're not going to see them against elite quarterbacks. And that's true. But, like, I'm kind of want to see these two against like Cordero Patterson. Like I'm interested to see them against the Browns when that comes around again. You know, there there will be some teams that have some interesting players in their backfield. And we know that the Ravens have had issues back when we said they don't have enough linebackers in covering guys in the flats, right? And covering a running back on a wheel route and covering a running back when he's flexed out into the slot. So I'm 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 want to get my eyes on some of that stuff. I think Travis Etienne going
0: down very early in the game definitely Mm, helped a lot. But give credit to linebackers. Give credit to the defensive line. This Ravens team, for a while now, probably their last handful of games plus, they've been stellar against the run. And in this three-game stretch with Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen especially so – I give credit to Queen it wasn't a great game by either of them pro football focus had both of them for multiple missed tackles and Roquan Smith, one of the sure tackles in all football and Queen his missed tackle percentage is down this year. It's one of the more athletic, if not the most athletic inside linebacker tandem. So to Jason's point. I am excited to see them when when they're playing higher-quality tight ends, when they're playing higher-quality uh, running backs that can catch the ball out of the backfield.
2: Let's go to uh, Broderick Washington, Stoney. Uh, cut number 18. Broderick Washington, what what is contributing to his success this season? I would just say hard work, really. I mean... I think I busted my butt the whole off season, and now I'm starting to better fruits of the labor, basically. And still got a long way to go to be where I want to be, but I think all the hard work is finally starting to pay off for me. Broderick Washington, remember there was some uh, off season of tumult a year ago. This year, seemed to be working his
1: tail off, and we're seeing it on the field. Jason, I mean, whatever you want to call him. Unsung hero, breakout player, whatever. I I think those designations fit. He's been a bit of a revelation this year and and played a significant role in them getting better interior defensive line play overall than we've seen in a while. And that's despite Pierce really doing nothing and and Wolf doing absolutely nothing. Uh, And, you know, Matabike kind of wavering and Jones not really being a thing yet.
0: He's been in about the 40% um, snaps uh, week in and week out. But he's been in the starting lineup the past four weeks. And what they're getting out of him is huge. He already has a career high in tackles, passes defense. He's tied his career high with that one sack. But you're getting the interior push. And, Ken, you mentioned yesterday he's providing more than a Brandon Williams in that um, facet. And that's not going unnoticed.
2: Oh, absolutely not. Let's get one more from Broderick Washington. What do you do this off season to get an extra edge? I think while everybody else was chilling, I was just working. <laughs> but I actually met a great defensive line trainer that's out here, and I would say as far as, like, I still don't see myself as a pass rusher. But, I mean, the work that me and him did, um, I think that's been paying off for me. And, yeah, I think it's just the grind, man. I'll say this, he went from a guy that you said was just a, a rotational piece to a guy that's been very important to this defensive
0: line. Absolutely. Key contributor. Uh, totally a key contributor. And, and, and with Justin Matt of BK past couple weeks, not really seeing anything close to what we saw at the beginning of the year, but a big reason why they've been able to limit a Calais Campbell's snaps is the emergence of a Broderick Washington inside access here on a Thursday. I guess they
2: call it Friday Eve. The kids call it these days. Thursday being a Friday Eve. But coming up next, I, we got
1: two kids in this
2: room. You've never know, heard it called Friday Eve. I don't, think, I don't Eve. think anyone
0: calls it that. No, I hear
2: it all the time on that. Uh, that M- Molly Kiram calls it call- Friday Eve. Mm-hmm. All the that's so what you get for watching that yeah. garbage. Well, that, that's I, when I turn it off. Why, why do you hear? think that's kids? Yeah. Why would you think that's kids? Because oh, she's young. I, I mean, what? She's younger than me. I, I'm curious her age. It's
0: more of like a thirsty. Thursday.
2: I like that one too. Hey, but anyway, so it's early enough to have a six pack. Our six pack next. The six cringeworthiest athletes. That's next
0: here on the fan. Inside
1: Inside. access.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.